All right, good morning, everyone. We're continuing this whole month of learning, sponsored by, by Shachar and Alex Avram for Rufu Shlimer of David Pinchas Ben Mendel Sarah. Uh, this week's sponsorship is in memory uh, of, it's by Ari and Shira Gantavnik, memory of Shira grandfather Abraham oh, Irwin, Zichon Olivrocha. Rabbi Michael and Phyllis Miller, in memory of Dr. Mark Wiener, Mordechai Nachman Ben Chaim Meir Beshoshana, Zichon Olivrocha. This is Phyllis's brother on her fourth year at Zeit. And memory of Dr. Meyer, Mike Wiener, Chaim Meir ben Yaakov Nachum Meliba, Zichon Olivracha, Phyllis's father on his third year at Zeit. And Avram and Miriam Deutsch, in memory of Sarah Reisa, Bas Sion, Bas Avram Yaakov Achayalea, Avram's mother on her year at Zeit. And in memory of Leah, Bat Shmuel, Eliezer, Veliba, Miriam's aunt on her year at Zeit, Ted Zayn Teves, Ashrechem, Ashrech Kulam. Okay, please open up and Achshar Savrechem. And Arya Bramowitz. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Baruch Today is going to be a, a, a very helpful, helpful, helpful shear for everything that we've been learning until now. We're in the bottom of Daf Samechtet. In the last few weeks, the Rebbe has told us that if someone doesn't know or doesn't realize the value of visualization and strengthening their mind and their thoughts, and for that to be a vital part of their Avodat Hashem, the Rebbe's words, not ours, the Rebbe said, it's hard for this person to be considered an Eved Hashem mm-hmm. and definitely not a Chassid. That's what he said. Okay, so what does this mean? So I'm going to ask right now, in the Shia right now, I'm going to ask anyone, and of course I cheated because I know what we're going to learn today. So I had an insane Shachras. I had an insane Shachras this morning. I don't know what's going on. Insanity. It was something, I mean, really because of preparing for this year and. Loda, Mashubavir. Okay. Anyone want to share any visualizations they had of any of the words that they said? Yeah, right now. Or it was just, um, everyone just said, they made sure they said all the words they had to say. You'll see anything? Anything going on? Come on, your mind is wild. Anything? <laughs> did, it, did it go anywhere? Uh, I don't know. I, I actually, I'm, I'm thinking now. Should I have asked? That? <laughs> no, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> right, right. I'm sure. <laughs> shma, shma. There was a shma. But, uh, shma. Yeah. Well, like Fireballs, like what? Christians yesterday, and I was talking about that. That's a mantra. And like we're at the hotel, there was a guy that was marked saying shma. And like, this is our mantra, God is one. Like this, that's something that's real significant. And so now when I had a chance to say it today, that's the only part I think of that really stood out for me. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. But I, yes, I'm like, this really is it. This sums it up. Like Hashem is one. And everything. So uh, I, I, I thought of Shema. You thought of Shema. Yeah. All right. Any, anybody else? Any thoughts? I, I just, the word ra- Rachamim, I thought of my gra- a grandson. I just, I just oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's Chazak. That's that's very chazak. Not a specific word, but I think the past few days in Shmona Esther, I've been trying to feel like I've been very speedy in saying it, like in the past, and like really like at the level of saying a conversation with someone of like talking like slowly and not like rushing through things. Kol Kavod. Kol Kavod. So we we have to see here how he's talking about what 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 benefit is it. Why is it so crucial to have this avodat hitchaskut ha-machshava and how it's mashpia on everything else in our lives and everything else in our avodat Hashem. So look at the bottom of Tzamech Tet. 
המחזק את מחשבתו ודמיונו לקדושה ולעבודה. Someone that spends time strengthening their, their world of thought and imagination for holiness and for Avodat Hashem. And we're gonna, where he's going to give a little bit of a, of a better teur, of a description of what this means. As bichlal, kol avodato, mireish kol dargin atzofah dechol dargin, shebo achereti. You think you've just worked on one aspect of your life, which is the realm of of powerful thoughts v'chulei. But what the Rebbe is saying is that the truth is this cuts through your everything else in your life. This has a shpa throughout all other aspects of your, of your avodat Hashem. When your mind is strong, when there's a yitchaskut ha-machshava, this actually touches upon everything else in your life. Chut mizeh. Shayecholet shelo yetera v'chazaka hi ma'asher bezulato. He's like, yes, one of the benefits that this does, this avodah machshava, is that it definitely allows a person to govern over themselves stronger and in a more responsible way than a person that doesn't practice this. That means self-restraint. Because at the moment where you're about to do something that you don't want to do, you can then visualize the ramifications of it instantly, which will then cause you to pull back. <clears throat> so it's not just that you're able to govern over yourself and make sure you're a, not a bad boy, but rather you can feel the sensation of your nefesh. You could actually, like the Rebbe spoke about throughout B'nei Machshavatova and the beginning of this Sefer, you could feel it, you could reveal, your own soul could become revealed to you much more. Who you are becomes clear to you when the avodah of the machshava happens. You know, I, honestly, the, probably the, one, of the, one of the movies that affected me most when I was a kid was Big. Right? Remember Big? Mm-hmm. How come you know, right? Why? Because I, for, when you're so young and you see that like, they're showing you that it can happen in a movie, so you're just like, wait a second, what do we want to be, you know? What do you want to be? What do you want to be? And then it happens to him that he becomes this, right? He becomes whatever, however age he was. And this, and I remember, like, recently, actually, I was in New York a few years ago with my wife, and I bumped it, I saw him on the street. I saw him and his wife, Tom Hanks and Chavez, whatever her name is. And uh, right away, I got triggered, and a little kid in me was like, oh my God, wow, he even got bigger. I was like, wow, look at that. He's like, look at that, he's an altacocker now. Like, it keeps on happening, right? Mr. Rich, you're not on the Parsha so much, are you? Not so much. It's been, I have to go a few years back for other movies for that, right? But, <laughs> but basically, the Tamimus of a child, like we saw before, he goes there to the Olam Machshava. In fact, they live in Olam Machshava. They live in Olam Adimyonot. And the world comes and says, Tafsik Damien, like in Hebrew, uh, uh, to tell someone that they're basically out to lunch, you know what they're called? Buona ata, ata astronaut. That's what they would tell, that's what they would, that's what they'd say to you. You're an astronaut. What's wrong with being an astronaut? Ata cholem, ata bachalal. You're in space. And what's wrong? What's wrong a little bit with going to that place? That's even better. Uchai beseret. And your seret that you're living is better than, than the seret that I'm imagining? <laughs> right? You're, try these things in English. You're living in a movie, right? You're living in a script. What's that? My nickname in the army. 
Chai Beseret? And that Seret brought you back home. See, it's, it's, everything's it's such an interesting thing. But he says over here, you could... Rev, you could rev, the Avodah isn't just that you have the power of imagination to instantly see the ramifications of such a Veirot in your life. And therefore, you can govern over yourself more. You actually, who the real you is and who you want to be becomes revealed to you much, much more than the person that says, let me just go to Shachas Mincham. Azovati Mashteyotayinu. Azovati Mashteyotayinu. Second to bottom line, Gam ha'avoda pshuta shekulam ovdim. Even the avoda, the simple avoda that everyone does, Gam kol teva shu motzi mipiv betfila. Next page, daf ayin. Acherati ma'asher bezulato. You could be sitting in the same room with people that are saying the same exact words, but you activate the power of visualization and imagination with the words that you're saying. And the other person is just making sure he's Yotzech Chobat Kriyachmar, whatever it is. And there's two completely sratim, different Sratim happening at the same moment. Lemashal, Ata Bachur Vavrech Lotia Ki Ishasher Avodom Ufshata. What does he mean by this? He says, you, Bachar and Avrech, the point of this Sefer, like he said in Bnei Machshav Tova, is to take you to a place where you're kind of just living a bit above the average of how everyone else is experiencing their life. He's going to develop this. Ata ish mamashi. It doesn't mean you're mamish or gavalt. It means you, you see, ataish mamashi. How does he say it there, David? You're a tangible human being. Yefe. gam avodatcha liot gam bemamash bekirbacha besvivatcha velefanecha. And since you're a tangible human being, that basically means you need to feel what you're doing. That's the type of person you are. Then you need to feel the avodat Hashem that you're doing. You need to feel the words that are coming out of your mouth. You need to feel it. You need to feel Eretz Yisrael. You need to feel the privilege of being here, not just knowing that you made the right choice. <laughs> if there's a person that just extracts from his mind knowledge, and that's, he's serving Hashem in accordance to the intelligence that he extracts from his mind, and this type of person, they basically comprehend intellect alone in Torah, even in Kabbalah, and even in Hasidus. And that's how you can go to Hebrew U, you can go to a course, you can go to any, any university, you can take courses on Kabbalah, and they bring over the Kabbalah in the most refined Eitz manner that exists, meaning it's tree of knowledge Torah. They give it over to you. They give you all the, they, they, all the charts are up there. You understand it all. You've extracted from it the intellect. What shaykhs does that have to your to your soul being revealed to you, to your governing your yetzer? He said, he's gonna, you think I'm hard on you guys? Look what he's going to do right now. As kol avodat The whole avoda. God gave you a cup. He gave you a mind. And the whole avodah of your moach and your heart is just in trying to understand how things work, how it clicks. Uchshomer, now look at this. This is why I told you that, that I had a bit of a <coughs> wild shachris wild today. Uchshomer, ki lecha tichra kol berech. 
when you say the words that we just said right now, every knee will kneel to you, will bow down to you. Those are words we say three times a day. Can you imagine if you took a second to visualize every human being in the world kneeling before HaKadosh Baruch Hu? What, 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 what your shachas would be like? And then when you say, We say it every day. Praise Hashem from the heavens, in the higher realms of the world. Praise Him, all His angels. The the sun, the moon, the stars, everything. Okay, I know what I'm saying. I know the words that I'm saying. Mazotov. I can tell you what it means in English. Great. Perush amilot bilvad. Because really all you extracted from your mind is intellect and understanding. Remember, who is he talking to? He's talking to people that think that they're chassidim. And this is why we keep on reiterating here. Why is he saying all this? It's because he is certain that the chiddush and the point of the Baal Shem Tov was forgotten by now. What year is this, approximately? 1925, right? 1920, no, this, right? 1930, maybe? So how many years after the, after the Baal Shem Tov comes onto the scene? Less than 200 years, nachon? And he's saying already by then, this whole thing became just movement. And we all know the first thing about movements, once they formed, what did they stop doing? Moving. Moving. Correct. <laughs> so he's saying... I know, he's saying, did you stop and think about this? What, what, what was the Baal Shem Tov trying to bring down? You can understand everything. But there's a reason why there are two trees in the place where everything began and everything got mixed up. It's a das and it's a chaim. It means that your avodat Hashem started and ended with comprehension. You comprehend that you did the right thing. You comprehend the words and the letters that you said. You did. You're in a very tangible world. But, what you, but the world of tefillah, in the world of the mind, is not tangible, it's just comprehensible. It didn't go to a place that you can say, this became alive in me. When I understand something, I don't say this now became alive and experiential within me. I just say, I got it. I, I, I figured it out. Weiter. Next paragraph. But when your machshava, when your dimayon and your emotion they were extracted and they were strengthened to the extent that you wanted to see what your, what your thoughts were, to actually visualize them with your mind. For instance, you ever think about this? And, you, and then you visualize. You visualize every Jew coming home. You visualize it. What happens to the tefillah? The tefillah itself took off. But you became some who you are, and your nefesh, your gilu of your nefesh, also took off. You realize, oh my God, this is who I really am, and this is true about every single stage of tefillah. 
The, the examples he gave is, uh, are very, are, they're a bit easier, but they can happen throughout the whole world of tefillah. And when this happens, he says, "As gam nishtal shela avodatcha el kir becha lememash ad gam lir ota." Your avoda has now trickled down into your midst, mamish, to the extent that you could see what you've understood. You could actually see take place what you've understood to be true. Remember, I told you that my dear friend Yehuda Solomon has a minhag to end every Shmona Did I ever share this with you? Was it this year? This year, I think it was. It was a few months ago. Do you remember this? He, right? Is that he has tons of siblings? You all know. You know. You know. Every band that ever touched your heart came from his uh, his mommy's womb, right? So he said um, that every time he finishes Shmonaser, he doesn't take three steps back before he gets an image of each member in his family and he sees them smile. And only then he finishes Shalom Imram Shalom It's like he did such a PSS Max, I'm not even realizing that's like Imamish exactly what's going on here. Because I'm saying Shalom Imram now, wouldn't it, wouldn't it take those words, that feel of Ose Shalom in Ramav Yasa Shalom Aleinu, when the people that I want more than anything to have Shalom, I, I don't daven for it unless I see that happen in my mind. The way he ends Shmonasra is, is Mashuache. The Piyasetz Nerebbe is saying, this is, this is available to us through, through everything, but when you visualize it, so we have moments in life that they hit us without planning it, and then we get a visualization, we freak out. For instance, remember that bris, remember that bris of the, the, the um, it took place on Yom HaShoah this last year, it went viral, I spoke about it in Shul, we're a uh, Holocaust survivor, yeah, it was his great-grandson, had a bris on Yom HaShoah, and he was Sandak. And while I sent it out, I think I sent it out. And during the siren, uh, he was mamish having his bris at that moment during the siren of Yom HaShoah. But the thing that was most powerful for me was yeah. the baby was crying at that same moment. Wow! Wow! And, and if you watch, the mall stops and lets the baby cry for a minute, and then he's just crying and wow. the siren, and he's and then he starts crying. Right! 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 <laughs> 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 that was yeah. But like, so that, so that, so what does that do to us? That's a whole picture. That's a tangible picture, right? That's a tangible picture that was provided for us by by a diff, by something external, by circumstances that are outside of us. But I was saying, do you think God gave you such a creative thing called mind to just wait for these visualizations to be provided from the outside? Papitom, <coughs> He gave it to you to be provided from the inside. <coughs> Now, many people have picked up on this today and know that only such internal visualizations can strengthen so much from the, when they come from the inside. So obviously, what's become more and more and more you know, in now are psychedelics. Where's, it, where's the hunger for it coming from? Like, thank you. Where's the hunger, where's the hunger for it coming from? I want, something, I want something that I can do something with. I, and I want it to come from me. I'm sick of looking at it for things of coming from the outside. Extracting, extracting a visualization through, through the drugs. 
That, that's that's no, 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 but that is that's where the Ratzon's coming. The Ratzon's coming from the Ratzon's coming. The Ratzon's coming from. I want to feel, and I want it to be. I want to be a gilui of my nefesh. Also, what he was saying. I want to be a revelation of my soul. Uh, what's the what's the not the only problem, but what's one of the main problems of this? Mamashut. Tangible. Tangible, and I'm not getting. I'm, we're not going into the sugya this morning. Just putting it out there. Like I'm. It's not going to be like a whole back and forth. No. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm doing a kav on those that actually have this ratzon. You know, this ratzon to, Reb Shlomo spoke of, this is how he explained that the hippies he were meeting in 66 in Berkeley in San Francisco. He's saying, they came from homes where God was a completely abstract, non-tangible entity on any level. And I don't blame anybody. It's 20 years after the gas chambers. How close do you want to be to... How close could you think you could be to God in that situation? And he saw people that on the outside looked like they were completely removed from any ratzon for anything real. Fakert, he said, on the exact contrary. He used to say, these are the real chassidim of the Baal Shem Tov today. Because they actually have a desire to feel it. And no one showed them any other alternative. So where did they feel it? They found it in drugs. And his whole avoda there was to try to de-drug that whole generation and, and show them that when you tap into your own neshama you, absolutely, you, you don't need anything and even more than that any drug is machitza any drug becomes a machitza between you and your neshama after that and that's why the avoda here of the Piyasetsna now, now I don't know what was going on in back you know downtown Piyasetsna in the, in the 25s right <laughs> like, but it seems to me the Rebbe's on to some you know the Rebbe was a you know, he's a pharmacist, so he was in the world of medication. He knew what was going on. He was writing prescriptions, right? He knew the potency and the power of things that was going on over here because he's writing it so clearly about the access one has when they're tapped into their own neshama in terms of visualization and all these things. He's saying this clearly. No one spoke like him in the, in the, in the from world. That's for sure. No one's talking like this. So therefore, he says, when you are willing to be a guinea pig and do this, you're going to see wonders. Like what? Look at the third line of this paragraph. When you say those words, every knee will bow down before you, Hashem. Even if it did something small to your hitrakshut. You know, you begin to see that you're kneeling before God with the whole world. And you are experiencing bittel, global bittel, because you said the words, You're experiencing global, global, global bittel, because you wear, and where does that exist? Not just in your mind. It ex- exists in your experience, in your whole Havaya. V'chen, k'shata omer, halelu et Hashem min ha-shamayim, b'itragshut. And when you say, praise Hashem, in the heavens, right? And you say this, b'itragshut, you say this with, with actually feeling this, and for a second stopping, and thinking about the heavens, yeah. and seeing the heavens, as lechol haolam, ha'elyonim va'tachtonim asher lefanecha mamash, 
Ata omed umetzave. You are commanding the whole world. What's above you, beneath you, the whole world that you're surrounded by. Imdu vehalalu. Veitanu yachat shiru Hashem. Stand up, praise, and together we will sing to Hashem. The Ishbitzer explains that that is how we go into Shabbos. Lechu neranena la Hashem. And then he started talking to nature for a few minutes. You're basically talking to all of nature and saying, Yala, Yala to Hashem. To Hashem, the PSS is saying, This person's experience is completely different than the person that's sitting right next to him and saying the exact words. Why weren't we told this when we became Bar Mitzvah boys? Because it takes someone that's experiencing this to give this over at any age. It takes someone that is experiencing Eitzachayim experienced with his relationship with Torah in order to give this over. What's the problem? And I shared this with you about my personal pain in high school with learning Rav Cook, which I had to completely delete from my, my experience because I was taught Rav Cook as Eitzadas and it was horrible. Horrible. A horrible experience. It's part of the curriculum. I went to Bnei Akiva Yeshiva. Not saying where, but I went to Bnei Akiva Yeshiva, and it's just the Eitzadas way of understanding godliness and all these things trickled down to that had nothing to do with anything that had to do with you know experiential seeing it, visualizing it, internalizing it for it to be tangible. It was I knew the words. We cracked the Hebrew. We cracked the Hebrew. Siddur, I cracked the Hebrew. Mapitom, you crack your heart open? That's what he's saying over here. That's what these words are given to us. That's what David HaMelech was saying in Tehillim. One uh, visualization I'd love to share, like you do the psalmist, is uh, something I've been doing is, um, before taking three steps back, is to give a hug and get a hug from Hashem, literally with your arms. And it's very tangible. <laughs> And everyone can do it, so I want to share. And uh, also, when you said the Arba Kamasaritz, I totally had a new visualization and a new Chiddush. Because, like, we all have a problem with, like, what four corners of the earth? Like, we know, okay, maybe back then they thought the earth was flat or something. But um, I was thinking maybe the Arba Kanfos, I was like, ah, maybe it's talking about Tzitzis, Arba Kanfos. I was like, ah, what's the problem? Arba Kanfos Haaretz. Ah, what's the Kanfos Haaretz? What are the Tzitzis there? It's Israel, the Tcheles. So maybe, because in the Arba Kanfos Haaretz, in the times where there's Tcheles, there's going to be Kibbutz Goliath. No, I mean, one of the kavanas you're supposed to do when you grab the, the tzitzis is exactly what you just right. said. Okay. He says, let's just make sure you're not tripping <laughs> in a battle. He's like, he's like what, what do I mean by this? This is very important. It's not that suddenly and, uh, three angels are going to appear in your the opening of your tent. That's not... I mean, not necessarily. It maybe probably happens to Ari, but it doesn't, you know, on a hilltop somewhere. But it's not necessarily what he's saying is going to happen to you. And there won't be suddenly an appearance of a sun and a moon that actually aren't in front of you right now, but they appear to you and you could swear this is actually true. Which is actually what happens to you when you're, when you're tripping on psychedelics. He's saying it's not that. Rak, so what is it? Diburecha, machshavotecha, vahagashotecha, mishtal shelot, mitrakmot, benaasot lemamash. 
lememash. Ah, this whole experience is becoming lememash. It's not about things appearing to you, and you're not sure, is it, is it not? Is it, is it not? It's the experience of what you've summoned is so real that it's more real than if it would appear to you physically, in a physical form. It's more mamash to you than if it would appear physical form. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Convincing. David, you want to read the last two lines in, in English? So we can bring it down. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, Every knee bows to you. How sweet is this phrase. You and all existence in the heavens. And uh, we're not there yet. Three lines oh. back. Three lines back. Rather your words. Yeah. Rather your words, thoughts, and feelings will coalesce and become something tangible, and you will feel their tangibility so strongly that you will see them. Do you understand the difference between that and for it to like have a vision of something appearing out of nowhere that you didn't basically connect to or call in? He's saying when it's you that's initiating this hitrak shoot, it becomes more real and t- you could grab onto it. And the, the coolest thing about it is that you can't really explain this to anybody. And there's no, it's not, that's not the Indian either. Like walking out of shul and then telling someone, do you know what I do? When I want to say? I feel like when everything we're learning, the thing that keeps on <coughs> popping through my, my head is this really is believing in your tefillah. Meaning, when I, if I just dive in and I don't visualize, okay, so like I'm saying the words, I don't, if I really believed in my tefillah, then I could believe that what I'm reading could actually happen. Betach. I don't know. That, uh, so for me, I just like. But no one, but, but unfortunately, the system has it that we're not told that that's part of the avoda. And we don't believe in our. It's not part of the avoda. We don't that we can make the difference in our tefillah. It's not. Don't that's that. not part of the way tefillah is given over. Tefillah, the way it's given over is this is what we do and this is what we say. It's nothing to do with, and this is what we be, This is where we believe that we come most to life. Tefillah is also handed over more that like it's for you also. Right, like right, you need it. right. No, the world needs it. The whole world. Let's finish up this paragraph. Ki lecha... uh, what's that? Always it happens with the sefer. I always see correlation between the sefer number and the uh, what's going on Every knee will kneel before you. Ah, how sweet this statement is. Now, what's... what's, what's going to lead us all to severe depression is that we've said this pasuk, we've said these words just this week alone, if you dive in three times a day. Just this week alone, we've already said it about 15 times, correct? What are we missing out on? This is how sweet. Yeah, it's the end of the tefillah where everybody's like, you know, taking up the tefillah. Filling her off. Yeah, the so how do you keep from the visualization to becoming rote in some way? Let's worry about that when we get there naturally. That's a different zach. We'll get there, but it's not... Because this is not the one visualization, one of the very few that I actually regularly have. It is the Barak one, which is like, that's crazy that you would choose that one. And I <laughs> picture all of the nations of the world, everybody at once, going down and having one united spirit together of right. like, ha But that's the thing that I visualize all the time. It has become a little bit... Stale? A little bit. Stagnant? Yeah, I don't even, I didn't mean to be visualizing it, that's just what, what, what I did, but it, it, a little bit. <laughs> He's going to get here how to keep Hitchatshut in the Hitchatshut HaMachshaba, a little bit later in the Sefer, but um, that's beautiful. I, 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 I
also I'll actually bend my knees I'll actually bend my knees during Kaldera. Uh, beautiful beautiful and also during Zokiti Kufim I'll just try to say that's yeah. more of a me personal but Kaldera I don't think about the world like this is just like to me you know like uh, yeah. I think of being um, like Billy Club like at the back <laughs> of, the, of the legs and like like you're going to kneel yes like you're going to get it you're going to be humble you're going to realize that there's like I believe you. I believe. I fully believe you. You don't have to convince. Yes, you don't have to convince anybody that that's actually what you're going through. No one. And I think it's and I think it's very very deep. Yossi, I think it's very like what you're saying is um, what he connected to before. He said this eventually is going to be leading the whole world to a state of bittel. That, those are the words he said before. So the way, you're, the way I, I heard you saying it also was like, yeah, listen, whether I like it or not, I mean, this, is, this is the end game. I may as well you know, do this before someone comes with that. With, you know, with that, with that. I, I want to choose to be there now. And I, that's why he could say, Man he amiraka. So how sweet it is when I choose to go there before anyone's forcing me to go there. Ata v'chol ha'yikum asher and in that moment, when this is happening, the whole world at that moment is bowing down and kneeling before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now you can come to me and say, what are you talking about? It's you and your imaginations, right? So how do we deal with the fact that in our minds that may be happening, when in what's called Olam Hazer reality, that's not yet happening. The yet. tension, yet. The tension between these two worlds. This is where we're going to pick up on Monday. Have the Seder? All right, Shukriya, everyone.